say the people who work for Mr. Colbert might reasonably regard you as the person least likely to mourn his passing. We were just trying to clarify some of the evidence. Was Mr. Colbert ever in this greenhouse, say, last night about midnight?
hour to hour. Oh God, you know, let's you know, let's get through this day so we can both get our ass back overseas home. And you know, to that smallest of extents, you know, athletics. You're in that locker room with with 15 of your brothers or sisters, or 40 of them, or if it's a you know football team, you know what have you. You get the idea. Uh, that is a brotherhood. That is a sisterhood. Nothing else. Nobody else's opinions matters, but that group, and you're, you're going to die for each other, you're going to go to war for each other, it's the same blood. Now, unfortunately, you have a certain group of people with that ideology that's the other way that think the same way, too, and it's not the right way. And this has been going on for so long, and I, I have to say here, Colin Kaepernick, the peaceful knee-down demonstration years ago, and it was shit on, and it was denounced. Look at us now. Uh, the emails that I got today from the various organizations and companies that I'm involved with, I accept it. Believe me, we need to hear that, but we still, you know, it's supposed to be said, like, this is stuff that many of us have been saying five years ago, 10 years ago, 40, 50 years ago, and so on. So it's like, we, from my end, you want, we want it to be sincere. We want to be sincere. Uh, and it's never been about any fucking pity. I mean, you know, and you know me too well. I mean, they're, they're strong brothers and sisters. They just want a chance for an, an opportunity, a level playing field. You know, don't pity me and all that bullshit because I'm going to get those. You know, those, you know, those non-white people or non-black people are going to be coming in that day where I'm going to hear that. And, like, it's going to be about the sincerity. And at the same time, the heart in here, nothing has changed. Nothing's changed 20 years ago about me. Or 30 years ago and so on. Now, things have changed. The world has changed. That that has not made me immune to any of that. I have to take that in. I have to accept that. But the core, the purity of that heart, it hasn't changed. I mean, I mean, it's a hell of a thing to go, to, to, to go, to, it's a hell of a thing to go fucking with anybody's life in the smallest way. I mean, whether it's job manipulation, uh, Oh, God, like I was just uh, online a little while ago. Uh, like I said, sincerity, but it's necessary. It, it's it, it, This is going to be the weirdest shit with this whole, for some people to deprogram them and all that. It's like, you're trying not to be insulting, but at the same time, black people have been insulted for 400 years. So, you know, suck it up for... Four months of training, you know, or whatever, you know what I'm saying, or four years. Hopefully it won't take four years, but just, you know, I'll forward it to you later on online, but just, long story short, just these various websites and links, you know, it, it's like those, it's like those dummy books. I mean, you know, now it's basically trying to explain, you know, to, to white people, you know, how to not be anti-racist or how to recognize it, and, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's basically for dummies, I mean, like, so, you know, if you did not, if you were a white person and did not get it, which you got it, of course, and many do, but it, that says a fucking lot, man. You know, I'll tell you, education, here's the thing, here's the thing. Hmm? I, I, I appreciate the nod of confidence 
in that you say to me, I get it. I'm here to be real with you mm-hmm. and say that um, what I get is that I don't fucking get it. That's that's the get. That's the get. Never ever understand what it's like to get pulled over no, by the cops. No, no, we've talked say, about that. Didn't know I died. I've I've never once no. said that to myself. That it, you you know what? You, speaking of the cops, who again, uh, they're just people wearing a, a uniform doing their job. Yes. Um, yes. But I. There is a certain universal sick <clears throat> irony in what you were talking about. Colin Kaepernick, a couple years ago, takes a knee in a peaceful protest mm-hmm. on a public platform, mm-hmm. using his influence mm-hmm. to make a statement. Mm-hmm. He takes a knee. Mm-hmm. It's rebuked. It's disgusting. It's, oh, how could he do that during our national... It's, it's un-American, this. baby. It's un-American. And yet, the, the cosmic irony is now we have uprising in anger because a cop took a knee and then took a life with it. Not cool. 180. But being not cool, it it's some sort of weird cosmic thread that nobody's talking about, nobody's mentioned. You know, I saw one the other day that really rung rung true in regards to black versus white, which, you know, fuck that. But it said, white people are lucky that black people are only seeking equality and not revenge. And you know what? I'm seeing a lot of that. Like, it's true. Uh, the, the looting, the... Yeah. Uh, yeah destruction of property, there is a vast majority of Americas, not just blacks. Nope, exactly, exactly. See a lot of white faces. I I see a whole mix of faces. There's a lot of people that are trying to get back at the establishment. Yes, all kinds. If they go to to take our shit, we gonna take their shit. Yeah. And and two wrongs don't make a right. No. You know, no. pardon the political joke here, but three rights might make a left. Uh, and left or right is immaterial. Both sides, like I said, both sides need a fucking timeout in the penalty box because uh, it's it ain't working. It ain't working anymore. It never was. We just swept it under the rug. Now, now we got to deal with it. Now yes. we're oh, out. It, oh, well, see, and here's my thing. I... And I don't. And now with this, regardless of any fan participation, um, I just it, it it definitely won't be as easy as it looks now to get any kind of sports playing. That there there might be there might be some you know certain groups might take an issue with that. Certain people, you know, hey. And, and and on top of that, as far as MLB and, and you know and you know and it's you know this is you know on Bleach Report you know where thirty apparently thirty percent of the owners would have no problem with no season. So yeah, very easy for a plug to be pulled. And, you know, and I, well, 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 and this is the week that they have to get an agreement. This is the week. I. 
I think it, uh, what is it, uh, which one's going around? The show must be paused? Like, yes. You know what? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, yes. We, yes. Well, uh, like I said, I mean, you know, well, again, it, it just. We can't ignore this shit anymore. Well, well, it can't be. Well, it can't be. Yeah, it can't be ignored and just not enough people wearing masks. I mean, we still don't know what what the outcome is of of those people in the Ozarks. You, you know, we're still about I think I think a week away from that. So now you know you've got these clusters going. And, you know, they're going. You know, they're going out every day. They're going out. They're going out every day, regardless. I mean, I, I I doubt that there's very few solo actors, if you will. I mean, they're going out for repeat performances, going out two or three times this whole wraparound weekend on. Yeah. You know, so now we so now June two, two weeks. So you know, we got mid June here, and he wants to. Oh, he wants to. You know, have some pomp and circumstance and celebration on July four. Good luck. Good luck. Uh, I don't. You know, I don't even wish him luck anymore necessarily. Uh, and again, well, first he has to leave the bunker. Him, he has to leave the bunker first. Thirty-five, man. Uh, even look, I. I think you know this about me. I'm one of the patient, most understanding, most tolerant motherfuckers you may have ever met, my friend. Even I have my limit. Even I have reached my fill with this buffoon, dude. Just it, it, it disgusts me, frankly. This is not a leader. We put a boss in office. We did that as the American people. Not all of us, but enough of us. And shit, we, I don't even know if he won the election. That shit felt rigged from day one. And we, we put a boss in office. We put the kind of guy in office that'll turn out the lights and hide in a bunker when his country's on fucking fire. Are you kidding me? Ooh. Peon in chief. Peon in chief, man. And, 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 well, and the, you know, the wild thing is, you know, this is June 2. You know, we're five months away from election. You know, what if we were to keel over and, 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 and like, before, like, like in between, in between the five months, and Pence, ha- you know, gets this for like the couple. I mean, like they're out the door. I mean, you know, and Mitch McConnell. I mean, I mean, I, you know, I, forget, I forget, I forget this lady's name. I mean, I, uh, you know, because and I and I trying to stay away from, from the from the social media and everything a bit today, but. You know, she apparently, you know, this woman that's up against him is going to have a pretty good chance to unseat him. I mean, you know, everything, everything, you know, gets left. And George will. And George will. I mean, I'm from Chicago, and I'm a Cubs fan. You know, I, you know, I know of him through that association, and I, and I know, I since I was a teenager, I've known of, you know, what a conservative he is. And now he's saying that the whole Republican Party should just get crushed, like into a pulp in November. The people are speaking, but like you said, though, that's the Republican Party. By all means, not not every not every elected official in the in the, in the other party as well. You know, you know, has it together. I mean, like you know, everybody's on notice. I mean, every I mean, every, every politician's on notice. Needless to say, 
Well, I certainly fucking hope so. At this point, I think uh, Governor Jesse Ventura says it best. Like, look, you want genuine change? Stop voting for either fucking side of the coin and pick, basically pick the referee, pick Green Party, pick the third party, anything. Anything other than these two fucking sides of the coin. Anything. Anything is going to be better. Anything's going to be better than, than what we've got going on right now. It, ugh, I love my country, and I have issue with my government. And people are starting to understand my approach to that. Like, I got, I got no qualms with God. I got issue with organized religion. Same can be said. Amen. 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 And government. It's, mm-hmm. it's a bunch of piss-poor, greedy fucking bosses trying to get theirs. And they... Get theirs and get theirs while we get ours. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah fuck the people. Yeah. Let's, 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 you know, pad our margin. So our, our, our fucking stock prices will go up a quarter of a point. Oh, ooh, I want to bring light and love. And I just, I am just not, I'm, I, I guess I got to get through this. It's hard to do, it's, it's hard to do an upbeat show. It really is. Right now? Well, well, I mean, yeah. well, we can do it. I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, we've got stuff. I mean, we have the technology, but, but nonetheless, I mean, it's, it's hard to do it, but, uh. Man, uh, and so, you know, one thing that we definitely want to do uh, to mention to you uh, um, from your Hollywood Hustlers, uh, we are on Twitter, so you can uh, tweet us at, at Tony and Kenny, and please, uh, you know, send us a shout out. Uh, the clip that you, well, the highlight clip that you heard before was a, was was a rare, rare piece from a, in Living Color. Uh, with Keenan Ivory Wayans uh, doing his homage for uh, Billy D and Colt 45, and see that was only shown one time uh, on May in May the fifth. Uh, I, I had the date pulled up here, uh, May the fifth of uh, I think it was 94, 95, and so they showed it one time. Uh, as I call it, well, well, it's infamous because it. It it mocks Colt forty five. It it mocks Billy D. But for many, uh, it feels like it makes light of date rape, and that was definitely not the intention of In Living Color. I mean, I mean, you know, they, they went for the mockability of the product, of the shtick, all of that. But it was only it was, and actually, it was aired when it got aired. It was an accident, like. They already decided they weren't going to show it. They had an alternative, ironically, they had an alternative uh, skit with Jim Carrey that they had, and and, and so Keenan like took the wrong tape and put in the that one, and that's what aired, and that and the rest is history. So, but but in that commercial, or you know, or in that clip that you heard, uh, when you hear the crowd react with one scream. That was basically the leg flip heard around Hollywood because she was on the table and with the dress and Keenan did uh, the one leg flip with the live studio audience with Kim Coles and uh, it was fire. So it, it okay. Equal parts, some of the funniest shit I have ever seen. Oh God, and I I, I forgot all about it. I I mean I, I, man. Oh my God, hilarious. But also, um, to touch on that point, yeah, I, that, that is clearly 
non-consensual. No, and, well, no, uh, no, well, what, well, okay, as far as that's, well, as far as I say, now, okay, she comes in, she said, well, you're paying, so, I, 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 I'm, no, I'm not, I'm, no, that, icky bad, icky bad, icky bad, icky bad, icky bad. She said she, she said she was paying, so, yes, she would be a hooker, let's just make that clear. Let's make that clear. She said she would be a hooker, okay? She said but, that. Uh, but she also, she's also a lady, though, Tony. She needed a bag and a straw. That's all absolutely. That's <laughs> See? A that's a lady. And, like, in that clip, she downed, like, the whole six-pack. Oh, she killed it. She killed it. She killed the whole six-pack. She killed the whole six-pack. But... You know what's funny again, that's, though? What's oh, interesting... So in, in, you know, taking it back to, um, you know, the race issue, mm -hmm. how come this clip that aired one time mm -hmm. offends so many people mm -hmm. from a predominantly black show, which, by the way, I grew up on, mm -hmm. and is probably the, it's easily one of the best fucking ensemble cast skit comedy shows ever created. But you go over to SNL, and you watch Christopher Walken do continental and I mean repeat this was a repeat character yeah and it's cool for Christopher Walken but it's not okay for Billy Dean well, you know what I mean like Keenan Ivory Wayans can't do that shit but Christopher oh, well, Walken but, well, you what know, the fuck was that well see we, we were talking about this on, on one, of the, one of the previous uh, eps um, Fox in its history, I mean, you know, it's been polarizing because, you know, obviously it's under the umbrella of Rupert and, uh, you know, and it's, and it's, and it's got, you know, there's Republican money awash, but I, I tip the hat to where they've at least hedged, they've at least put talent on that has been, you know, of color and, and there have been shows where there have been leads, but then the problems have been certain shows just, just wouldn't get the support. I mean, I mean, you've you've got that audience and underserved be damned, but it's a popular audience. Why don't you continue to try to grow that? And depending on what night the night and time slot it's it's in, promote it. I mean, sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. I get it because, gosh, I mean, you, you remember back in the day with Fox. I mean, you know, there was a time when The Simpsons was on on Thursday nights, <laughs> like like, like you, know, you know, as opposed to Sundays and. You know, X Files was on on a Friday versus a Sunday. I mean, like, see, that's a perfect example. Like, if I remember, it's true, but I think if I remember when the X Files started, I want to say that it was on Friday nights. And you know, you move it on to Sunday with The Simpsons and NFL football. I mean, then the then the ratings started kicking. I mean, because I mean, I remember being at home throughout those late nineties. I mean. My ass would be on the couch on Sunday night. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I mean, that was it. It was like I, I was perfect. It was like, okay, I, I'm after football. I'm gonna watch The Simpsons. If you call me during The Simpsons, fuck you. <laughs> and then I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna, leave a message with the tone. Oh gosh, yes, yes. And that was when Simpsons was was really priming them out in the you know late nineties. I mean, like, I mean, I told my brothers like, don't no, no, ever call me when The Simpsons are on. <laughs> a couple of years ago once hated it <laughs> <laughs>
this. Well, well uh, let's see. Well, and, you make me think about well, definitely, well, definitely with them the the Super Bowl commercial. I mean, not the Super. Bowl, I mean, no, the Super Bowl uh, halftime show that they did because. It was because of them. It was because of that show. It was because of that 15-minute halftime segment. That's when, you know, and that was like the early 90s. Uh, that was when the NFL, you know, made that decision. It's like, okay, from now on, we got to beef up our halftime. That was yep. that was because of In Living Color. Because people people went the other dial to watch. I mean, that, I mean and, and, you know, and it also had a... It had a Clipper skit that, that that I don't think I don't think even aired, I mean, because you know, they were they were good for that. Like you know they you know they pushed that album so well. I'm a god man. I mean they they really did what an amazing show that was. What an amazing cast that was. People don't recognize or appreciate uh, how many stars came out of that cast. Like, for real, yeah. Jim, Jim Carrey. Say it, white uh, boy. Jamie, Say the name. Like, <laughs> fucking Jamie. Uh, oh, Jamie Fox. Jamie Fox, baby. J-Lo, hello, J-Lo on yeah. the six and shit. Well, J-Lo and uh, Rosie Perez. I mean, like, you know, they, they you know, they, they, you know, they, 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 I mean, they, they were both, you know, they both put in the, you know, the, the, the sweat and, and the tears for that. And I mean, you know, the, you know, Fox has tried to, like, do reboots of In Living Color. And I, you know, but with that cast, I mean, you know, see, those comedians, but David Allen Greer, you know, who's one of my guys, like, I mean, oh. Like, like, God, like, you know, they paid their serious dues. I mean, like, like, like with, like with the Wayans brothers, and I mean, Damon and Keenan and David Allen Greer. You know, that show, you know, started in the mid '90s. I mean, I knew of their work since like the early '80s. You know, when I was a teenager, I wasn't even a teenager yet in Chicago. But like, I knew of their work. I mean, I was very aware. I mean, from, you know, you get to stay up. Knock on wood, late night uh, on weekends. I mean, you know, like after Saturday Night Live, uh, like Live at the Improv might be on or whatever. Like they would show those comedians, and that was them back then. And definitely Star Search with Jim Carrey. I mean, they, you know, they paid their dues. So it's like, you know, you get this breed now. It, it, you know, it, it could definitely be a group that may not have all paid their dues. And, and, and can mesh, because I'll tell you what, right now, you know, with this going on, I mean, and I was mentioning the emails and, you know, like these apologies that are kind of coming. Again, I don't ask for pity. I'm just as skilled and I can and I can do a job as anybody. But like, like with improv groups, like there were just so many improv members I had difficulty with who would be white who seemed to come to their own conclusion that I couldn't do anything on stage, which which was not true at all because, you know, there are many talented, you know, white improvisers, male and female, straight and gay, that I can work with and work with well and that can play instruments. But there are always some where I could tell, like, I wasn't getting a chance to... You know, you know, add in, and, and what I've learned with improv, and it's bullshit, but, you know, this is a part of that, it's a part of, it's part of the business, it's a part of just standing out, I mean, just, there are just times where you, we're in improv, I mean, you really have to assert your alpha, 
and, 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 and you know, I'm not a fan of that shit. I mean, like, you know, you got to speak louder and, and you, you got to step up, you know, that shit. But, you, you know, it should be more of a mesh. You know what I'm saying? It's, it should be more team-oriented, but there are just some improvisers that they have to step out. They, you know, they have to step out and, and show themselves instead of if you got two people to do it, you know, th- th- you know, then you got your Laurel and Hardy, then you got your your Nichols and May, then you got, I mean, you you know, you got your Evan Costello. I mean, you name it, you got it. I mean, shit. I mean, no, no matter who I the team to, is, no matter who the team is. Speaking of improv, I have uh, okay. When I called you the other night and we cast, uh, and I was over at my guitar player's pad, um, afterwards. Yep. I, I went back out to the garage, and, and in all honesty, and maybe they listen, maybe they don't, maybe they hear this, maybe they don't, but I was done, dude. Like, my day was done. I put in, like, six, eight hours of throwing down drum tracks and, <laughs> and, and, and hitting it. Hitting Forget it, about it. Forget And then I put in a good hour or so of uh, you and I and put in the podcast work mm-hmm. and make that happen. And then I go back outside, and it's like, man, I have no car. I'm stuck on the island. I better at least uh, find some coconuts and make a campfire and make the best of this, yeah, right? Right, right. I'm dealing with uh, a fair amount of toxic masculinity out here currently. Uh, I just am. I'm, I'm fairly surrounded by it. How many? And, How many? Uh, we'll, we'll go with uh, four of them. Okay. It, it, there's, there's four or five of us, right? And various various degrees and levels, mm-hmm. but it's, you know, it's boys being boys, sure, yeah, yeah. and I get that to a degree, yeah. and to your point about uh, improv and alpha, uh, I had to uh, not only embrace that side of myself, but step up and lead it into a better place, so <clears throat> my guitar player starts playing What I Got by Sublime on the guitar, right? Oh, nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I start spitting bars, I start improv um, some lyrics. Nice, nice, nice. And I'm telling you, it, like, I had to embrace it, because I've got a hell of a past. Uh, <clears throat> pimpin' ain't easy, and, uh, I know from experience. I've heard about that! And, so, I, I had to embrace it a little bit, and own it, and, and make fun of it. I, I basically spent ten minutes roasting my ex over it, vocally. They got it on video, holy shit. They got it on video. Did you use sauce? And <laughs> I, I mean, I may have to send it your way, dude. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. 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 That's what I'm talking about. You can tell this right. That's what I want to hear. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, uh, but, but to your point, it was, uh, I felt that need to step it because everybody's looking to commandeer and command the, the crowd and the conversation. Yeah. Just an alpha male trait. Yeah, yes, yes, and yes. I felt the need to just go above and beyond and not only command it, command it, fucking kill it, and then shut it down. Mm. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. we're done with this, move on to the next thing, let's get it out of our system. Mm-hmm. And I feel like what's going on right now, uh, like, as a country, we gotta get it out of our system. Like, People looting, people rioting, people breaking shit, people pulling truckers out of their fucking cabs. There's, I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, I can only watch so much. I mean, like, Same. like, Same. I mean, and, and I and, and it isn't that, and I don't watch that much. Believe me, like, I don't, like a handful, maybe, like, 
You know, you know, you know, yeah. You know, I'm an actor and I'm a writer. I can use my imagination. I've watched the movies, you know, stuff like that. But, but like, but like the, the one that just to the, you know, to the there are many that get to the core besides the obvious one. But just seeing on, um, it was on Fairfax and uh, I think it was uh, it was either Fairfax and Melrose or Fairfax and Beverly, where. You know, this cop SUV just spun around trying to, you know, get out of this mob. And they were on the intersection. I mean, like, hundreds. I mean, they were running after the, the you know, the, the you know the, this uh, SUV. And, like, this other SUV was totally just left behind and just got jacked. And, I mean, crazy. Like, a lot of fucked up nasty bad police would have done some shit you know but for, you know, for anyone I mean for any of those ones that okay they, they've done the right things oh my gosh and you know and still you're, you're that was gonna be like, like a like a fucking sacrifice if they would like pull those guys out like I mean it's gonna be fucking that, that would have made it fucking worse before we gotten better guaranteed I mean like that's with any of those that's what I mean any of those cops right now that are you know taking you know a, a beating here and there and I saw like another one like I guess in New York City I mean and you know there's you know, the ones that are showing restraint and not taking out their real guns and there's, I mean oh man I mean I mean there's out of your system but I said Education, no. educate. You know, there's it's you know education at home because people are not using their good brains. I mean, like you, you just wouldn't be doing this if you know if you had the education and if your home life was fucking right, which means your home life right, you right. And you know that's yeah. you know that's not slogan. That's not slogan shit. I mean, uh, that just basic shit. I mean, you, you know, Trevor Noah's got you know an interesting quote that I saw like earlier today. Just for. Okay, basic human rights. I mean, like, just when you cross each other, just just a simple fucking common decency. And just that, it's, the, I mean, the way I've seen it over the years, I mean, I mean, there's nothing better than, than having some car drive by you and just, just hearing somebody just just yell nigger. I mean, they, I mean, just drive by. I mean, I mean, oh, that's happened to me about a handful of times. I mean, since, since I was a teenager. It's about 15. I mean, so... I, yeah, five or six times, like, it's just like, it's just so classy, and they're just so strong, I mean, they drive around, like, I had this one crazy guy, he was crazy, believe me, he was on his bike, and this is like within the last year, year and a half, like, he drove by me, like, he didn't say that word, but he's, you know, he, you know, he, he said a word in school, and I'm just like, if I was, if I was that guy, do you know I would just pull you off that bike right now and beat you with that fucking bike? I mean, really? Then, and you know, then, you have it coming. then, you have yeah, it coming. then, yeah, you know, then you might get it. <laughs> like, like, just, you know, some are brazen about it. I mean, and it's bullshit because, it, again, with the education and, you know, and the home shit, it's like, if you want to work a certain job, you're working a certain job. If you want to work a better job, you'll figure out a way to work a better job. And, and you know, there's always going to be 
dozens to hundreds to thousands. Hello, I'm an actor. Roles. Uh, people are going to watch your job, but if you're going to be fucking sour about it, and I'm going to blame this race, or I'm going to blame this group of people. I mean, I have my bad days. There might be days I might not like you, but, you know, after a while, I mean, shit, really? I mean, you know, I've got better things to do with my fucking life. I mean, I mean, like, look for the next job. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> but, like, unfortunately, people, whether it's 2020, before, you know, while we've got all this fine technology, or when it was 1970, you know, you have some lazy people, all kinds. Uh, on that on that website, as, you know, as far as the white people for dummies, with all the links, there was a, there's a very honest, uh, there's, like, very honest books and sites regarding white women and how they've used tears since the beginning of time sure uh you know with, with any said with any said male or any said protector uh and, and they were mostly referring to you know you know you know definitely uniforms uh for sure like you know if you see the tears come you know who are you gonna believe so like it's all out in the open like amy cooper you did God's work. Word. Like, like God used her good. God used her good. Like, 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 and then, and then God was like, and the best part, the doggies got a real good home. I got this. Since, uh-huh. since so many white people are worried about the dog, God and downtown Tony Brown always worry about the dogs. Yeah. Thank you. <clears throat> dogs, uh, dogs don't go out looting. I wish I had a dog. I, 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 you know, when I get a bigger place, man, really, though, look out now. I mean, I'm really, I mean, like, that that will be my, that will be my Rolex. I'm just going to get a dog. <laughs> get my damn dog. Man. Well, I don't know. I mean, really, though, like, like God, I, like, 2022, knock on wood, I mean, you know, that would say a lot about my progression. Like, oh, God, two years and then be like. Oh yeah! Now we're gonna play. <laughs> totally. I'll probably name, I'll probably name my dog Baba Booey. Who knows? We'll see. <laughs> Booey, Baba Booey, Baba Booey. So see, you know. Well, that felt good. I mean, I. I but see, like you said though, I mean, there, there's a law system. A lot of people are getting shit out of their system right now. Well, that's true, and I do honestly. It's it's interesting. I do feel a little bit better than I did when we started. Good uh, now, but Good. Uh, again, I feel a responsibility. I've been doing so well, physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, through a fucking pandemic. I've been making progress to the degree See? where I feel this responsibility to uh, lead by example right. and to emanate that energy right. and to uh, show others it's doable in any kind of conditions and bring the positivity and the light. I know I'm a motivational fucking cat poster. I know. Kitten calendar, kitten calendar, kitten calendar. It's what I do best. Well, you know, the easiest, but, thing, the easiest thing to do in the morning when you do knock on wood, wake up, is stay in the bed and not get out of the bed and, right. and make it happen. You know, that's... But but today specifically, I, I felt an even bigger calling and responsibility 
to just address the ugly man, the elephant in the room, as it were, or the donkey in the room, or both sides of the goddamn coin. Oh, man, well, know, I mean, well, Governor Newsom tweeted yesterday. I mean, like, you know, you know this is not, you know, to paraphrase like this is not the fault of black people. This is, you know, on us, you know, our institutions, and and. Of course, a whole lot of white people did not like to hear that. I'm like, no, no, he's telling the truth. You don't want to look in the mirror. And, you know, and I went on with my thing. But, you know, the, these are the facts. I mean, like, they, they just are. I mean, again, if, if I've said a lot of this shit to people in their face and definitely in numerous ways, subtle, through music, whatever. I mean, like, you know, fucking look at my fucking Spotify, you know, catalog. I mean, like, you know. And I've got to mix of music, because, you know, as you, I mean, I'll listen to Dre like anybody. Fuck it. I mean, but, you know, but I have no problem listening to CSR either. Or C... No, CS... 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 No, well, CCR and CSN. All your damn fucking initials. What the fuck? But, I know. I know. Well, and, you know, and see, you know, funny thing about CSY, I, or CSN, with the Y... I saw Neil Young a few years ago. Well, I mean, I, I worked uh, at the Dolby, and he played for like three shows. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to see if I, I was trying to see, I think the shirt's like rolled up, but uh, he played three shows. I worked, I mean, that was one of the things I loved working about the Dolby. I mean, the pay was shit, but it was like, okay, you know, if there's certain shows, I mean, I'll work it. and definitely want to see that. I mean, Oh, yeah. We had so many problems with so many, well, gee, it's a Neil Young show, so I don't have to tell you, you know, you know who the, the client, don't be shit. I know, right? Yeah. So, so all these Puerto Ricans with the Neil Young show, they were, get, no, so there were just lots of problems from these entitled Republican, uh, mid forties to uh, mid forties to uh, upper fifties fuckers. I mean, I mean, given given staff because we you know we've got a blend of staff. I mean, but anybody that was brown and I mean Latinos, I mean Indians, I mean blacks, those white people were not taking any kind of direction from them because I mean I because you know some guy got in mind when. You know, I had less hair, and I was clean up all over real nice. Like, you know, he called, you know, he was like, hey, you know, Obama's trying to tell me what to do. And I just looked at him like, you think it's a bad thing to say Obama? Like, I mean, I just looked at him like, this is what we got right here. It's not all of them, but we got one right here. That's not even an insult, man. Oh, it wasn't an insult. He thought he was insulting me. So, like, when, so... I do have a comeback whenever somebody wants to use that fine creative word, nigger. You know, the first thing I ask is, wow, please tell me, what college did you go to? I mean, I just want to know what college they went to. First of all, what is your college education? Please tell me. Just want to know. Let me know that. Foist. <laughs> Let me know that. Because you're, you're just, yes. you're so on much what, better. On what thesis are you basing your opinion there? Senior intellectual giant. I know. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously that person does not watch Blazing Saddles. You know, come on now. Well, it's, you know, it's funny. If I put uh, if I put ten guys in a penalty box during a hockey game, eight or nine of them are going to tell me they didn't do shit wrong. The other guy started it. 
uh, I don't know what you thought you saw, referee, but blah, 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 blah. Or they'll just outright start calling me names. Fuck you, ref, you suck. You can't do shit. Oh, I saw your phone on the bench. You missed a few calls. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. There's like one, maybe one out of ten hockey player will be like, yeah, you got me. I'll sit here and I'll serve my time. I'll do my two minutes and my bad. Now, do, you, now, do you get a rating? Do you get a rating like a professional referee? I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I know there's no video camera, but do you like, but are you, but is somebody actually rating you and your partner since you only have uh, two referees on the ice uh, for your hockey? Well, I mean, we, we've, uh, we've certainly had uh, our due diligence in training and years of experience and uh, plenty of people to answer to. Uh, let's say, for example, two guys get into a fight on the rink and I have to assess anything bigger than a five-minute major penalty. I have to do paperwork, just like an officer. See, this is what I mean. See, this is it. Oh, right? Okay. Paperwork that I have to write up. Just like a policeman. <laughs> yep. It's like a police officer. To be Yep, I gotta turn it into the higher ups. I would just rather shoot you. I would just rather shoot you. You know what? I don't want to do any paperwork. Forget it. Exactly. Well, let me tell you, dude. I've had a few situations where I'm like, you know, you're poking the bear. And I, I have, I have literally within two minutes done it. Uh, you know, two minutes for hooking. Man, fuck you, ref, you suck, you, oh, oh, the names I've been called, I'm like, oh, there's another two for unsportsmen, like, it, oh, oh, there's another two, there's another two for abusive official, that's three, you're out of the game, grab your bag, get off my bench, get off my rink, <laughs> I kick people out of the game. Get, get off my game. lawn, get off my lawn. Get off my lawn, exactly. <laughs> uh, oh, now, you know what, let's see, because... We do have these powers now. Uh, I'm going to pull up. Uh, you want to hear an old Weaver clip? I always want to hear an old Weaver clip. All right. We'll, we'll get an Earl, we Earl Weaver clip here. Uh, Earl Weaver. We've, I've played this before on one of our shows. Uh, Earl Weaver was the, was a Hall of Fame manager of the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, he's... In his career, uh, won won a lot of games. I mean, and and, you know, and he and he won a hundred games a couple of times, but he only won one World Series. And uh, I have this clip here with him, with him and uh, Bill Haller. Uh, apparently, you know, just to set it up, there was a call uh, in the first inning. I mean, in the first inning, like, like, I mean, it, it got, it got, who it got started early. So, uh, Bill, ha it's a call, uh, got Bill Haller and, uh, Ron Luciano is the home plate umpire. You'll hear him later on, but you'll hear, but this is basically Earl Weaver, Bill Haller, uh, a little bit of Eddie Murray, uh, but there was a ball called and of course, uh. Earl Weaver did not think so, so I'm going to go ahead and... Uh, did not agree. No, yeah, Earl Weaver did not agree, so here we go. <laughs> Earl had a few opinions. And I, I respectfully disagree. Um, no, there yeah, was no respect involved. And, and I just want to make it clear that uh, Bill Haller lets him... And I did say, just to set up, Earl Weaver made the Hall of Fame. And this clip is from... Uh, 
1980, September 1780. And uh, Bill Haller is letting him know that he doesn't think he's going to make the Hall of Fame, but here we go. It's uh, three minutes. Behind the rubber. And when he up threw him out, he gave English and went, boom! He might have poked him a little bit. Now Earl's like doing like a revolution walk around. He's gonna come right back to Bill. He's gonna come. He's He's at home plate. comes back one more time. <laughs> okay, Earl's walking away. And then you're going to hit Ron Luciano close. Uh, to to ref 
or up or call a game. To officiate a sports game, period, because you are dealing with people in their most shit primal. Oh, it's, yeah. Oh, well, all costs. It's yeah, you know, I'm gonna you know, I'm gonna win, and depending on the sport, I mean. You know, if football or you know, if it's football or basketball, where you could really use your body on somebody, and hockey too, of course. You know, you're, oh my you, God. Well, and, and and even in soccer, I mean, baseball is the only one that you know doesn't really require you to touch somebody. Well, you have to literally tag them out. Well, well, besides, well, well, rare, yeah. You remember back in the day when Mike Sochi used to block the plate? Oh well, he was a master. He was a master at that. Master. Oh my God. I mean, I mean, I mean, really. Well, I mean, oh God! I mean, one of the hardest collisions ever, ever that I, I saw was when of all pitchers, of all players, Norm Charlton, a pitcher. You know, he, you know, uh, this was at uh, Old Riverfront Stadium on the AstroTurf, where you know him and Sosha just they came at each other full on, and I mean that was like an explosion at the plate. And, and so I think so. I think Socha held on. I think. I mean, I mean, I. Oh man, I would. I hated him because the man held the ball. It would, I, would, I would put my money on Socha winning that. Every oh, time. absolutely. No, I, I, I. But see, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Let me. Let me try to find that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna see if I can find that clip because the the, the irony with Norm Charlton, who was a he was a former uh, Reds nasty boy. Mm-hmm. Like, what was it? A couple weeks ago, just for fun, I went back to look at the clip of uh, of Mike of uh, Rob Dibble wrestle with Lou Pinella. <laughs> right. Oh, and, and just and, and what was it? Uh, Pinella saying to Dibble, "Quote: Be a man. You can't be a man. You don't want to be treated like a man." I'll find that one too. <laughs> Shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Sosha Charlton. I mean, oh, here it is. Okay. I mean, I mean, you can't see it, but I mean, but I'll let you know if you were safer out. It says Charlton crushes Sosha, but, but did he hold the ball? Here we go. No, that's, where is it at here? Where is it? I'm looking for it here. Okay. I'm scrolling through it. We're going to, here we go. Oh, oh, here we go. Stand by. But, oh, no. No, so that was that was uh, see. Even the Yankees lose a game. Sosha, yeah, Sosha did not hold on to the ball. Really? Yeah, that's why I thought Sosha did not hold on to the ball. Wow. What? Well, yeah. Well, there's one in a million there, but uh. Ain't nobody bats a thousand. Oh no, no, exactly. But he, oh, oh, but you know that's probably the only time, honestly. I, I, I wouldn't doubt that in MLB. That was probably the only time that ever happened. You I know this like. It's like saying, you know, I, I was a trucker for a while, and I'm telling you, I never felt safer in any other vehicle like I felt in my 18-wheeler, right? Right. And, like, Socia is a big rig, and the only thing that's <laughs> going to take that out is a fucking freight train. Like, like this guy must have been a freight train coming oh, in. Oh, Norm Chum was a big boy. Norm Chum. Yeah, Norm, let's see, Norm, uh, baseball reference... Norm was like, uh, I, I'm going to guesstimate he was at least 6'3", 220. Dude, that's a big boy. Yeah, so let, let's uh, follow that up. So I'll say 6'3", 220. 6'3", 195. Well, okay. Well, 
Oh, because you know he was working out during the spring. Yeah. I'm sure. Well, I, well, I'm sure. Well, if, well, let's see. They get you know. Well, it was during the season. He probably. I'm sure he was probably over 200 pounds at that time. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, you know, it's Cincinnati. He was probably like living off of a a five way. I mean, man, are you kidding? I wouldn't. And, and on that note, I, I'm gonna. I'm actually having five way tonight I, with spaghetti. <laughs> I score and rule. Uh, okay, so here's the uh, Panella. It's not much of it, but, but I'm just gonna play it and then I'll close it. So this is Panella uh, and Dibble, and they're wrestling in the lock in their in their locker room because you know boys will be boys. It's what we do. Boys. Kid, 
in the stands. I mean, and then just you just saw the color. Any any I don't know any kind of color that that kid had in in his body and his eyes. It just flashed like whoa. Yep. Because, you, you know, Ron Art. You know, Ron Artest is probably like six five, six 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 six, six and like two forty. Oh, <laughs> you know, he's screaming. Then I don't know what player it was, but. They had the ca- they had the camera shot behind the backboard of the fighting going on with the players, and you saw a referee trying to break it up, a white referee, and you just saw this black hand come from like the side of the camera and pull that referee like a like a cross between a horror movie and between you suck get off stage with the hook and it was like that. I can't even tell you how many times I've been told by a hockey player, you know, we, we're we not here to watch you. The fans aren't here to watch you. <laughs> yeah, so what you're I'm, co- like, I'm like, look, there's my girl in the stands right now. She ain't watching your bullshit, that's for sure. You and Joe West have so much in common, boy. You and Cowboy Joe. Well, well see, and you're musicians, too, so there you go. <laughs> I love like this guy already, yeah. Oh, God. Joe West sucks. Okay. <laughs> well, and also, you know, that's 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 part of uh, you know, that's part of wearing the uniform though. Is uh, you know, people hate on. I learned that like a year and a half into repping hockey. Like, this isn't personal. This isn't about me. This is about the fucking shirt I'm wearing. Oh no, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the ideally, you know, you want to see a game and not have to. And not even think about who is the officiant. Absolutely, like you know, like okay, he's out, he's safe. Uh, touchdown. Uh, we have a goal. Yeah, we have a goal. I mean, yeah, you know, keep it not simple. I like it. well, you know, as America, simple, <laughs> simple. <laughs> yes, you know. Yeah. <laughs> There's a saying in the uh, in the official community, man. If uh, if we get through an entire game game and you didn't notice us, that means we did our job right. Right. That's the official official say. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. I think uh, I think the world needs some of that right now. Like right now, we, we need a referee. We we need a couple referees to step in and be like, look, everybody, go to your fucking corner. You know, take a t- like like I said earlier, the the show must be paused right now. It's I don't, I don't, I don't even know. How do we, how do we fix this? Now, look, well, 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 see, well, you're, I mean, you know, you know, to clarify for the audience, uh, you know, Ke- uh, Kenny is in New York State, while I'm, uh, I'm in Los Angeles, uh, over the hill. Uh, we, let's see, we have a, uh, let's see, uh, this is our, uh, well, we have a 6 p.m. curfew. Let's clarify that a bit. What I am. Yes. A white male in a predominantly white small town in America, in the suburbs, feeling safe as can be. You have no curfew. You don't got no curfew. I ain't got no curfew. Mm-hmm. I ain't got nobody oppressing me. Nobody's trying to loot my shit. I'm, I'm like, I'm safer than a baby's bottom in a fucking bassinet right now with doting parents. You're the one we gotta watch out for. You're the one. You're See, you're the one that we gotta watch out for that's gonna come and, and destroy all the protesting. We, now we know. Some part 
putting all this shit to rest. I hope I do, because you're on the other side of the coin. You're a black nail in the middle of a war zone right now. Uh, let's see. Uh, when was the last time I was out? <laughs> like, I can't remember. I can't remember. I mean, I mean, uh, you know, away from uh, the residence, I can't remember. I mean, uh, I, I, let's see. Um, I'm going to put my camera for you for a second. Sure. This is, this is what I'm seeing in America right now. There's my 15-year-old son playing street hockey in the middle of the street with his teenage friends in America. I mean, just... My concern is whether or not my kid is going to get beamed with a putt or not. Is he going to get hit by a car because they're driving too fast? Not because of protests. Not a rub no ru no rubber bullets. No. I mean, you see the size? You see the You see the size of those rubber bullets? See the size of those? Those rubber bullets are about the size of a uh... Yeah. Yeah. Those rubber bullets are about the uh, they're about the you know the size top to bottom of of an iPhone seven. I mean like, I mean that hard rubber hurts, don't it? Whoa, man! I can tell you as a hockey referee when you get oh the, the, the rubber, puck, yeah, hurts. yeah, hard, hard hot rubber. You know, yeah, I should say hard hot rubber. I mean, man, I mean. The, uh, the only time I ever I ever had to stop a game, mm -hmm. I got pegged a few times with the puck. And, you know, keep going, keep playing. The only time I ever stopped a game was when I took one right to the tip of the dick. Straight oh. to the I dropped like a stone. I blew my whistle. As played you should. Dead. Just go down. I Just got, go down. I got back up in a minute. I finished the game. And I got lucky. They got me in the twig. And not the berries, if you know what I'm saying. Because if they had gotten the sack, yeah, yeah. I'd have been out. I'd have been done for. Oh. Like, the dick... Ladies, I don't know if you know this. Well, maybe you can relate, ladies, because you're built to take the pounding. But the, the dick can take the pounding. It's the balls. It's, yes, yes. But I'm telling you, you get hit by hard rubber, you'll know it. <laughs> you'll fucking know it. You'll feel it. You'll be bruised for a week or two. I've had bruises the size of my fist or bigger on my inner thigh. On my outer side, on my left butt cheek, right, on right, my right. lower back, right. I've been beat because my job. You know, they're playing hockey. I'm playing dodgeball. My job yeah, is yeah, to not yeah. push the puck. Yeah, period. Yeah, yeah. no matter what, avoid yeah. it at all costs. I'm a part of the playing surface, and uh, I got a pretty good batting average. But I've been pegged a few times. But again, I know what I'm getting into. Like. How are you going to go down to a riot, a riot, and be like, oh, they hit me with a bullet, with a rubber bullet. You were in the middle of a riot. What did you expect? you got to know there's some collateral damage involved here. You are putting yourself in harm's way. This is high risk. From the insurance standpoint, you, you are what's called a substandard risk if you're showing up at a riot expecting to get out of there way okay, unharmed and safe. With some footage for your social media, for some likes. Fuck you. Fuck your likes. You selfish prick. End rant. That I'm seeing a lot of that. Why, why was that even filmed? Why was George Floyd's death even filmed? Why were those cops not fucking mobbed? Because everybody was busy trying to get it on camera for their own social media, for their own fucking likes. Ooh. Ooh, I'd love to say don't get me started, but it sounds like I already have. It
That was a clap. Just like that. That was a clap. <laughs> Just the one. Just the one clap. Now would, you, now, would you like to clarify that? Now, as far as... I, I mean, are you... Are you talking about the person that... That taped it happening? I'm talking about, like... Okay. You're talking about, you're talking about, you're talking about the people that are... That are filming the protests turning into riots. Well, I'm, I'm talking about anybody that, like... Okay, you watch any of the footage right now going around... And half the people that are out there yeah. are looting, protesting, yes. destroying. Yeah. Yeah. Third of them are out there yeah. looting, protesting, being animals, but, destroying, creating violence. Another third of them are out there. Guys, please, peace. Can't we all just get along and protest peacefully? And a third of them are out there filming it. Yeah. All okay. of it. Yeah, 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 and yeah. I think the coverage is good, but I think that, uh, you know, half the people, like, you see two kids in school throw down, for example, a bully, mm-hmm. and, you know, these, these, they'd rather get it on film than sure. step in. Yes, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. They're, they're trying to get it on film, not for equality sake, not for the sake of shedding light. It's for... It's for the light, right. Hopefully it'll go viral, viral, and I'll get my 15 minutes out yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. To those people... I say fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> yes, yes, I agree. Clarification. That's all, that's, that's, all I, that's, that's all I want you to do is clarify it for, for our eight listeners. That's all. Just clarify I'm, that. I'm, for all seven or eight listeners involved, <laughs> put your fucking phone down. If somebody else is filming that already, put your fucking phone down and do something to help. If you're bigger and you're trained in kung fu, so you got a cameraman. Go in there and whoop somebody's ass. <laughs> Exactly. You Please. know, like you're you're an innocent. You're not just an innocent bystander standing there watching, doing nothing, mm-hmm. which makes you an accomplice. But you're doing it for likes on your social media. Right. You're so vain. You probably think this podcast is about you, motherfucker. Ooh, I know, right? Right. That, right. That, right. That is right. Right. Well, see, it's funny that you mention it because, you know, with what happened to me, uh, and, you know, to give it a, a full sweep, you know, for for the audience, uh, over a year and a half ago, I was I was gang, uh, gang assaulted, and it was like eight to ten uh, males that, that robbed me, and tr- they tried to work me over, I mean, I... If it was four or five of them, I could have actually had the situation handled. I mean, like, and, and I, I, when I tell people that, it's, you know, it's not just truth, but because of the way I've been since that's happened, I've, you know, except for maybe the first week or two, uh, j- just because they took my wallet, even though they caught, you know, even though they caught the one, they took, you know, they took my wallet and, and I was recovering, but... Otherwise, I mean, I never had any post-traumatic effects because in that situation, at that time, in that moment, uh, I was able to fight back and, if you will, get get it out of my system. I mean, that was, but, 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 you know, the thing is, 
I ran into a certain area right near my house where there was a video camera, where there was where, where there was a hidden camera. I knew where it was. So when the attack happened, it was video it was videotaped. So you know, LAPD has it and so on. But but when you bring it up, it made it made me think just now. What if what if for whatever reason out of those eight to ten guys, and I don't think it happened obviously, but like. What if one of those one of those guys would have been sick enough to videotape me getting my ass kicked? I mean, not just with my own with my phone. And they took my old phone, but right. you know, even with one of their phones. I mean, and they're that type that do that shit. I mean, you know, these are the types that you know will burn a homeless person. You know, they'll videotape that shit or, or yeah. film it. I mean, home. I mean, like you know, you know that you know that's home life and all and all that shit. I mean. You know, and then you know you go out in whatever home life you have, and you know, and if you're affiliated, you know, with you know with gangsters and, and bangers, I mean, shit. The outcome is the, the one that they caught, uh, he is dead. End of, I mean, pretty much end of story. And I mean, that had no, you know definitely had nothing to do with me, but he was given three years probation, uh, an opportunity to clean and pay restitution to me, an opportunity to clean up his life. Mm-hmm. And within a week, I think a week or two weeks after he got his probation sentence, after L.A. went to stay at home, he decided to go out late at night for bullshit. Mm-hmm. His life ended at 24 years old in Commerce, California. You know, and, and that has got to bring about... Uh, a bag of mixed emotions for you because you don't strike me as the type that uh, wants revenge necessarily. You don't strike me as the type that says, you know what, good, fuck this guy. He had it coming. He deserved it. You, you almost, I mean, there's certainly an intrinsic string of that tied into all of us. Um, but you strike me more as the type that's like, wow, what a, just a, what a sad, sad, Outcome. What a sad situation. He could have done so much more with his life. He could have done. I, I, I look back on. Same age as my daughter. Same age as my, you know, same, 24. Same age as my daughter. You know, all that. Yeah, yeah. I've, got, I've got a daughter in Colorado that's 22, 23 years old now myself. It, it's, uh, that's a rough age, man. I got, I got married young myself uh, at 25, and I went in, I went into jail uh, 2004, I believe, is when I was attacked, gang attacked, and uh, and raped as well, um, in in Twin Towers in L.A. While the Lakers were winning the championship, I was getting assaulted in uh, in my bunk, and this was a couple years after uh, 9/11, and they were. Uh, they were of the darker-skinned persuasion from overseas. I couldn't tell you what nationality. I couldn't tell you what religious affiliation. All I can tell you is that there was hate in their heart, and they were going to take it out on me, and they did. And the cops were so busy watching the fucking NBA Finals that nobody saw shit, nobody filmed shit, nobody said shit. I didn't even say shit because I was two, three days from getting out. Fuck. The last thing I want to do is put my name on somebody's desk and keep me in there even fucking longer. Right. <clears throat> um, every once in a while, 
I'll have a little PTSD from it, because quite frankly, that's a uh, that's a scary situation to be in when you've got five guys that are going to impose their will on you. Uh, you've got to be smart enough in some spots to just feign or fawn or uh, just submit and hope that it goes soon. Hope that it goes quick. Right. It's, uh, you know, but again, I don't, I don't feel so much like hatred or rage or anger towards them as I do uh, compassion and uh, a, a deep-rooted sadness for, for them not being able to uh, get it out in, in a healthier way. Mm-hmm. And, and I see that going on right now. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of right. misspent anger. Yeah. And not being used creatively, spiritually. Right. Uh, po- you know, po- you know, positive, you know, positively. <laughs> All, I mean, really. You, you know what it is. I mean, we should be angry. We should be pissed off. Oh, yeah. We should oh, yes, yes. Well, this has been a long time coming. I mean, this is, I mean, the pot has overboiled. The chickens have come to roost. I mean, name the cliches. They're bloody and they're ugly. And cops are sick of other cops' shit. White people true. are sick of other white people's shit. True. But, but you have to focus that energy that is a potent energy. On I the mission. One, on I the mission. This one lesson. This yeah. One nugget of truth rings true through this entire cast. Mm-hmm. Focus that energy, that anger, that frustration into a positive vent. Yes. Into a yes. positive yep. approach. Yes. To something that will affect real change. Yeah. Because breaking store owners' windows and stealing their Jordan. Line that shit up, line that shit up. No, I mean, that, it isn't doing it. It isn't doing it. None of it is doing it. But, you know, but you you mentioned, you know, those emotions. And, I mean, and I, I'll play, let's see. Hold on here. I have the, I saw the voicemail from, uh, from the, uh, from the DA. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want to give her name. Well, let me. Uh, maybe it's it's one oh nine here. One second. Da, da, da. No, no, no. Okay, that's not it here. For those three listeners that are keeping track, I, I think he's pulling up a voicemail from the DA where he got informed that his attacker was no longer. <laughs> no longer amongst the living. Yes. Yeah. Let's. It tastes the. Uh, I think this is it right here. Okay. All right. I'm going to... I, w- I want to make sure I skip the, the DA's name and just, you know, get to the... Uh, get to the uh, part here. Hold on. The facts of the case. Facts. Just the, just the facts. I'm trying to... Just the facts, ma'am. Oh, okay. Just the facts. There we go. Hold on there. Okay. Uh, back it up here. There we back go. Okay, all right. Um, uh, there, there, there. Okay, now it's on speaker. Here we go. District Attorney at the Los Angeles District Attorney's Office. I just wanted to call and let you know, um, you, according to my records, you were the victim in a case against uh, Juan Sanchez. And I just wanted to let you know, because there was a protective order in place, that um, Mr. Sanchez has died. Um, 
and so I wanted to uh, make sure you are aware of that. If you have any questions, you can give me. Wow. How about that? I mean, I mean, I mean, and that was in the morning, um, like a few weeks ago. That was like, you know, that was about ten-ish in the morning, uh, and the, you know, and you know, I, I kind of, you know, I screened the call. I wasn't sure it was, you know, and it went right. to voicemail, and then, not, you know, not just playing the the recording, but, the, you know, the, the printed message is on too. It, no, I was that chilled. It was like, pause. <laughs> Pause, pause, big time, and so, and, 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 you know, and I appreciate the support, of, you know, of, of the, you know, the friends that have, that have come forward, and, you know, and have checked up on me, and those things, but, and, and, you know, it's, you know, posts and threads get put on, and people express those emotions, and, and, you know, and it's out of love, and, and I appreciate it fully, but, you know, like I said, if this if this male and you Latino, these were all Latino males. I mean, if this male could have okay. fi- figured it out and turned his life around, like that's what I would have preferred. Like I would have preferred you just paid me the restitution, just do that. I mean, you know. But again, Lena, once you stepped over that line, like you know, you got your lifeline. That simple as that. Like he got a lifeline, and oh, and he burned it. Like you know, it got called on and. And you know, friends mentioned karma, all that stuff. I mean, I mean that people don't think that shit works. It it plays, kid. I mean, like that is a cold, chilling way. I mean, big time. And and you know, and and you know, when I got the message, I mean, at first I thought from the way it sounded, because I then I talked to her real time that it happened over the weekend, and um, I. You know, I wasn't really getting that because it was like a very quick conversation. It was fine. She's busy. But then, you know, I'm going on online to look, you know, look it up. And, and sure. it's, it's saying the week after, the, you know, stay at home. And I'm like, well, you know, there you go. There's your, there's your Mensa candidate right there. You know, stay at home. late. And this was late night. You know, it wasn't like this was, you know, at 11 in the morning, kids. You know, this was going down late. Uh at least one bullet hole in the in the torso. Jesus. Say, say good night. Yeah, you know, uh, to quote one of the more famous nine hundred year old green muppets ever in popular culture. <laughs> Weird leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. <laughs> and. See, you didn't even have to push a fucking button for that voice. That wasn't bad. I like that. Well, yeah, yeah, this message brought to you by Yoda. Uh, now, here's an honest question for you. Because yeah. Be honest. Hey, we're all about honesty here versus transparency. Yeah. Oh, yes. No No transparency. You know, because transparency tra- doesn't tell Transparency is no color, and we can't have that in America. If you want transparent, uh, you get some scotch tape, motherfucker. We talking honesty <laughs> Real talk. This episode of Your Hollywood Hustler is brought to you by scotch motherfucking tape. <laughs> when you got to pack some shit, try scotch motherfucking tape. That's transparent, yeah. bitch. There you That's go. Transparent, bitch. Thank you. That's actually, you know, I like that. In, in honesty, here's, here's an honest question for you, because I, 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 I'm pretty sure mine was... But do you feel like your attack was a hate crime specifically, or do you feel it was just wrong place, wrong time? Oh, no, I mean, I, mean, I was—I mean, I was no, oh, wrong place, wrong time. I mean, I was two blocks from my house, like on my way home from you know work, you know from work. 
and this was, and this was, uh, this was a uh, Saturday after Thanksgiving, uh, and I and I was working in Pasadena. Worked, you know, till about 11 p.m. Got home. It was about one. I was walking home. It was about 115, 115, 120. Uh, it was work. Stopped over at El Tejano. Had two beers. And the funny thing about those beers was that was probably, that was the last time that I had uh, th- that I had Modelo. Why? Because I was getting. Little- I was just gonna say that I bet they were Mexican beers. That's because well, that's because they were throwing because they they were like throwing they threw beer bottles at me, uh, to you know to to slow me down. Yeah, so that was like the last time I had Modelo. <laughs> it was like I mean it was two beers. So and you know okay let's see there might there are some idiots that want to yell at somebody at one fifteen in the morning um, to somebody else. Uh, I'm not that one. So, you know, right. when it, you know, when it was my turn in court, and this, it's, you know, long story short, it's like, uh, a lot of people do not raise a dummy, including this dummy here, like, you know, two beers, whatever, like, downtown Tommy Brown's not provoking any kind of shit in the street, when it's Saturday after Thanksgiving, I made this killer-ass Thanksgiving dinner, I just want to get home and eat some of my fucking turkey, eat some of my macaroni and cheese, eat some of my stuffing, Etc. 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 No. Uh, yeah. So I, you know, you do what you gotta do. I get that. But oh, I love that. I was like, whatever you're gonna ask me. I mean, like, with all this, uh, I'm from the south side of Chicago. Actually, have a brain. I actually know how to work both sides of the street. And there, again, there's respect, and they're just not being stupid. <laughs> really, like, be respectful. Don't be stupid. I mean, that's hard for some people. It's hard. Stupid question. Yeah. You were on your way. You were at, you were on your way home to eat some leftovers. White meat or dark meat? <laughs> <laughs> it was a full bird fool. It was. A, that was still a pretty. Let's see. I, I prop. Let's see. On Thanksgiving, I remember that well. <laughs> well, Thanksgiving, I know I had a turkey leg. So like, there was still a leg left, and there was still a whole bunch of white and dark. Look, guy, there was a good mix of meat left. I mean, I. I mean, I'm by myself, so I get like. <laughs> I get like a 12-pound turkey, so, you know, like, that's more than enough for me. I mean, and, you know, and if I can offer, I've wanted to do this. Like, if you want one piece of cooking advice while you're sequestered and you want to experiment on something, mm. go online uh, where you can get it cheaper, and you want to get uh, saffron, uh, get saffron, yeah, you want to get some saffron, Try saffron if you like macaroni and cheese. It will take your macaroni and cheese to a place it's never been before. And I, and that's, no, it's really good. Saffron with several dishes. Oh, definitely several. I mean, it's it's great with sauces, all kind like stuffing, stuffing too. Yeah, I mean, so like the last five years, I'll use saffron on my mac and cheese and my stuffing Thanksgiving, and it's like, I mean, and you only need like a little bit because it. You can get some really cheap, like for nine dollars online. But otherwise, if you go to a store, like if they have it, it's like twenty-two to twenty-five dollars. So you can definitely get it for a lower price. But get, yes, get saffron. Do that. Uh, I uh, I was blessed. One of the one of the many 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 reasons why I'm still ridiculously in love woo! with the uh, the lady friend of mine, who for now shall remain nameless. She would be nameless. 
Dan Phillips, who if you want some old school quality uh, spooky country music, go look Dan Phillips music up on Spotify as well, y'all. Another shameless plug for my boy Dan Phillips, who plays bass for Ryan Matter Band. Um, and, and soon you'll be hearing about the Kenny Wayne project as well. We'll get to that in a few podcasts. But, so Ryan and I, we jammed it out. We threw some recordings down on Friday, and just the two of us, just his guitar and vocals and my drums, dude, shit sounded like an airplane was taking off. It was ludicrous. It was, oh, it, you know what? When you listen to the playback, you put up with each other's shit. Make sense? Yes, absolutely. We'll see. It, like, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Like we were talking about, you know, imp- you know, improv partners earlier. Oh God! Like, if, you know, for you know, for me, for me, you know, as an as an artist, as an actor, uh, or you know, all of that. Just whomever I work with. I mean, you know, I've, I, you know, part of that process, uh, learning, you know, these tools and the craft, um, and it's it's obvious. Uh, and it's out there for you to see with certain um, with certain television couples. I mean, you are pro- you may not get along. You may hate each other's guts uh, away from that camera, off that stage, wherever. But 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 two of you can you know meet meet those minds and and and, and know this character or, or, or know this know this power that the both of you have. We can put this together and we can blow it up. You know what? We can put aside this, put aside that. Uh, gee, uh, Fred and Ethel, anyone? Oh God, they hated each other off camera. Uh, yep. I mean, I mean, what the what the what the legend is that Vivian Vance was pissed on at William Frawley's grave. I mean, I mean, it's they hated each other. Like Vivian hated the fact that her character that she had to be married to William Frawley, who was like 20 years, 15, 20 years older than her, and and. She, she was not ever that, but and and you know, and William Frawley was old school male. I mean, I'm not just gonna say white male. I mean, he's OG male. You know, he liked his cigars, he liked his horses, he liked his drinks. You know, cursed like a sailor, all that, all the goodies, all the trimmings. So, you know, whatever. Somehow they made that off camera, on camera magic, and and, and there's a long list. I mean, it, uh, yeah, it's funny shit. because uh, one of the um, one of the things I said to Ryan uh, when we were recording was, uh, you know, it's funny. The only time we effectively communicate with one another is when we're talking about music. And, I mean, he sort of laughed, and I sort of laughed, but then I thought about it. And I'm like, that's interesting, actually, because that, that's that is that's a half-truth right there. Well, no, yeah. At least. Well, you know, that might... That, at the moment, that may just be enough, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you keep, that's very professional. I mean, that's very business. I mean, it's it's straight to the straight to the quick. I mean, it's business, it's but it, but it, but it's still it's creative. Yeah, it's team chemistry is what it is. Like you know, plenty of players hate each other in the locker room after oh, the game, yes, but yes. can't deny the magic they make on the rink. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. We should, well, Mick and Keith got along all the time. All the time. That's right. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Steven Tyler and Joe Perry, they're the best of friends. They can't get yeah, they can't get out of each other's 
I would have loved to have seen Michael Jackson. I have no shame in saying that. But the one... No, same. But the same. One, but I'll see him. Like, I mean, I'll always remember when I lived, you know, fam, teenager, uh, 84 in Chicago when they had the victory tour at Old Comiskey Park. And at the time, we were living in one of the, in one of the tall high-rise projects. But we had a view uh, of Comiskey Park... And of the of uh, the expressway, but you know, whenever there was a fireworks or a home run, you could see it. So, whenever there was a fireworks uh, display or a concert like that, there was fireworks. So we knew we were going to see that. I mean, you couldn't hear we couldn't hear anything. It was about a, it was about a half a mile away across the expressway, but we could see the fireworks. But like, I would have loved to went to that show. Uh, and then, but the one, but the one, the big one. It was a free show, and I lived downtown, and and all I do is walk there. It was, it's a mile and a half, but it's easy walk downtown. Barry White was playing, and I did not see him. And I was like in ninety, it was like in ninety four. It was July of ninety four, and for whatever reason, and, and I was available. I didn't. I, I mean, I was. There was actually a time when I was actually single and actually dating. Women actually looked at me, and it was interest. But. but <laughs> But shit, and, and I was heavy. You got game. Come on, you still got game. Uh, I closed my game. I closed my game. But but I mean, I, I mean shit. I could have went to that show. I mean, I mean, I regret that one to this day, and I always will. But but still seeing these other shows, especially what's going on now, like you know, you don't know when you're gonna see your next. You never. You we do not know when we're gonna see your next full concert. Now with all of this going on now, I mean, like it just. I mean, you know, that, that's, that's, oh, that's lousy. I mean, and that's, I mean, that's it's, 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 it's not as many, it's not as many as I want to see now. I mean, I mean, the ones, I mean, like even Madonna, when she played November, like it was, she was so expensive at the Wiltern. That was just one I was like, I love you, boo. But right. it, it, it was, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I paid 300 for McCartney and, uh, and the stones, and that's and, and not because they were males, but it just but this it was the quality of the seat, it was outdoors. Uh, I I didn't my I'll go see a show indoors, but for the money that was asked, and it was it was heavy cheddar. It was just like and I mean you were still here, you know they switched that time to like that ten thirty p.m. slot, so you know I'm I wouldn't get out of Koreatown basically till one one thirty in the morning and. You know, sometimes you want to be out late, sometimes you don't. And 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 and, and my worry was, uh, she's the first. She's the first artist I actually worried about. If if I pay this, will it be worth it? I mean, and, and that's with Donna. And I feel bad saying that, but I just. But really, though, it was like, it, you know, it just felt like serious hoopage. I mean, it was like, am I, am I gonna get my money's worth out? Really? Of this? Yes. I mean, like, yeah. because, because, like. You know, there's some there's some Madonna songs that I like that might not get played at this type of show. I, you know, I don't know, but I mean, because I like some of her ballads. I mean, I, I mean, I I like her rockin' shit. I mean, by all means. I mean, but oh, I can go. I got nothing but love for Madonna. Yeah. But I ain't gonna spend three four hundred bucks on a ticket to go see her live either. Well, right. Well, happen. well, and specifically three four hundred bucks sitting up, you know, in mezzanine. No, not in mezzanine. Now, if I'm on. You know, you know, you know. If, if I'm on floor, I mean, I can. I mean, indoors. I mean, 
I might consider up to four, but four hundred, but that's got to be a hell of a seat. And I mean, just the the prices I saw. It, and, and I mean, I, and I mean, I went early on. I went late, different sites, the main site, and it just like, well, no. <laughs> well, it, that's interesting. I, I just I just thought of something. You know, it's sort of a self realization moment while you were while you were talking because I've I've always kind of had this approach to life where I, I ask myself in any endeavor, like let's take uh, uh, let's take trucking for example. Um, you can either pay to travel and see the country mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. you can get paid to travel and see the country yeah i was always of i was always of the opinion i'd rather get paid to do it yeah like okay you, you take a take an even more uh, uh extreme example if you will i can either buy this pussy or i can sell this pussy I mean, you know what I mean? You yes, can either pay yes, or get paid. Now, in regards to music, swear to God, hand to the sky, some of the best shows I've ever seen in my day, and I have seen many a show in my day. I'm a musician. It's kind of what I do. But some of the best shows I've ever seen, I was also a part of. Like, the band opened for me, or uh, I was on the bill and opening for them. You know what I mean? So, like a situation like Madonna, I'll go see Madonna when I'm opening for her. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? Or mm. if I'm playing drums behind her or whatnot. Right. I caught a... Right. Uh, well, see, that's like with me. Well, I mean, excuse me, I mean, I worked, uh, I mean, I mean, I'm backstage working for Adele and Barbara Streisand. Thank you very much. <laughs> I mean, and... Right. There you go. Exactly. There you go. I mean, and... and I, I <laughs> Oh, this will be, oh, yeah. The props begin slowly. Okay, so this is not just any care. Oh, this is go. <laughs> Product placement, y'all. No, 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 okay. Product placement with a story. So, uh, of, course, Kenny, of course, Kenny and me could see each other on screen. So this isn't just some can of arid double extra. Okay, you see that? Not just arid, extra dry. This is extra, extra dry. And this spot, it is. And this is very effective. This, this is money, money shit. Now, the story with this arid, extra, extra dry is this was used one time by Seth MacFarlane. Uh-oh. In, in his dressing room and on his rider, this was one of his requests. He used it one time, and he left it. In the, <laughs> he left it in there, and so, so well. I mean, this was my job. I mean, I worked one of the catering companies I worked for. I had a nice contract. Did some work for uh, with over at um, Staples, and when Barbara was playing, when I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I was you know setting up their their dressing room with with treats and things of that nature, and then with Seth, you know, took care of him and and. You know, Seth likes, uh, you know, Seth likes his, uh, his hooch, loves his bourbon, just so you know, kids, wink, wink, loves his bourbon, uh, so this was, look, but it made me laugh, it was like, he used this one time, two sprays, he left it, that was it, and I'm just like, well, 
I'm not going to throw it away, number one. Number two, somebody else is just going to take it. So number three, I'm doing the job. Guess who's it is? It's mine, bitch. So I used it. It's been used, but I don't throw away the can. It's, I mean, I'm, I really am a Cedric Farley fan. <laughs> so for those seven or eight of you that are listening, get the word out to Seth MacFarlane. We are holding Twitter. your weird extra extra drive ransom. Twitter. If you want it back, it's well, it's shoot at the reach. Oh, this is killed. I mean, like, I use this. I mean, it's empty. I mean, if you ever want to see your can again, you will retweet our Your Hollywood Hustler hashtag. <laughs> our empire and you share your damn bourbon with us. He's a good dude. Like uh, he's no, he's at Universal now. So like, like like what uh, Halloween? I saw him and we had a talk because I've like you said. I mean, it's, look if you can't if you can't be somewhere a certain way, you can always work it. Like I mean, I bartended at his house and uh, right. took care That's of him. The thing. So many people would pay for that experience. You got paid for that experience. That's my entire point. Oh, as well. it's fine. Oh god! I mean, I mean, that was a great party. I mean, and you know, and I'll keep, you know, and you know, for our audience, of course, I'll name drop for you kids. I mean, like, uh, and it was a casual, you know, it was a casual party. I mean, uh, you know, so you know, jeans, t-shirts, what have you, and uh, I mean, Charlize Theron. I mean, all, I mean, Charlize Theron, Kate Beckinsale. You know, nice, nice. Ladies. I have a bit of a crush on Charlize Theron. That's what I call her, Charlize Theron. I'm sure she liked that. I mean, I like the way it sounds. I mean, uh, right? I mean, you know, I mean, both. I mean, you know, you know, very nice. And and this was like talented, aside from gorgeous. Talk about fucking talented. No, no, she really is. Okay, well, 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 Lexi, uh, because I tweeted this like like a month or so ago. Like because I saw her. Yeah, I watched her uh, in um, in Bombshell. Mm-hmm. Charlize Theron made Megan Kelly attractive to me. That is a fact. I was like, I never thought Megan Kelly was attractive. Charlize made her attractive to me. I mean, and, and I won't go with the empathy stuff because, you know, these gals, some of these gals, they know what they're, some of these gals know what they're getting into when they get in there. Simple as that, so that's that. But Charlize, she's awesome. Kate's awesome. And, you know, of course... If I had an official Hollywood girlfriend, it would be Sarah Silverman. So she was there, and she's just great. So but yeah, I know you got a bit of a crush on Sarah. She Silverman. No, 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 she's just great. I mean, and like, see, she she's very talented too, and and she, I you know, see her act more. That'll always be good. I mean, she's a good actress. She can do stuff, but but like it's, like it's, I, don't, I don't know if it, if it's the same for you, but like okay, for example, <clears throat> my. Uh, one of my celebrity crushes, if you will, Amy Schumer. And, and most people think to themselves, what the hell's wrong with you? Nothing's uh, wrong I, with you. Nothing. I think Schumer's attractive. That's what I think. There I you think go. She's funny as makes her hot. She's learning how to that cook now, too. Now she, and she's learning how to cook from her chef husband, which that's a good thing to do when you have a break. I mean, you should be learning how to do that anyway. I mean, just, you know, and, you know, the, and there's no commentations in that, like, I mean, like, I love the fact that I know how to cook, and, I mean, I can cook for myself, or I can, I mean, I can cook for 20 people without fail, and, and, and it wouldn't be hard, so, you know, everybody yeah. should, everybody should know how to do that and entertain, I mean, it, man, woman, trans, it don't matter. Mm -hmm. We ain't, we ain't passing judgment, but we are telling you that, like, you know, 
I don't know if you've noticed or not lately, but sometimes it can be hard to find groceries <laughs> or go to favorite restaurant. You might want to learn how to cook, motherfucker. You might. Yeah, yeah, you might. I mean, but see, <laughs> see, I, I, I don't even. I mean, like you know, he, you know, he wants what they're about, but like you know, take, that would take a lot, for, you know, to say those two words, ML. <laughs> like, ooh. That, I mean, like because like, and I think he, his people are like. You know, whoa, <laughs> like, you may not want to do that, because, I mean, like, you, I mean, while you might have a breath of life in your, in your, in your bed, you may not want to say ML, you may not want to do that, I mean, and, you know, every, the, you got policemen that are, that are taking the knee now, okay, that's it, just, just want to, just want to say that, you know, I've noticed that, noticed I have two, and you know what? Um, good on them. Um, I think that uh, you know one of my faves, for example, is uh, uh, that uh, that sheriff out of I believe it was Houston. Uh, it was Houston. It was Houston. Houston. Oh, was it? Yeah. Well, there there have been a few. There have been a few, and you know the the protesters, the rioters, whatever they show up, and the cops are like, "Yo, we're with you on this." Yeah. Yeah. Like. Yes. Let's, yes. Let's walk it out. Let's walk it out. Uh, it, it, which is the best thing that can be done. It really, like, like I mean, and, and you know, and if, if if one fucker starts shit, you know, then you know you get a you get a couple of, of legit. You, no, you probably have to get, let the people do that. You gotta let the people police it. get that fucker out, then turn him over to the cops and put him some put him in a, in a fucking patty, and then go about you know go about your protest. Please, I mean, I well, God. In my opinion, there's a difference between a police officer and a peace, peace officer. officer. That's that's been that's been coming up a lot. That's and been coming up a lot. I've been reading that. I, I tip my cap and I thank them. I, I thank those that are out there for their service that are actually protecting and serving and and trying trying desperately. Through their through their own bullshit, through their own tears, through their own emotions, through their own feelings about it all, trying desperately to keep some semblance of peace and order out there in in this country. That's again just emotionally we're fucking done. I said it months ago. I'm like, look, it's like they're pushing our buttons and testing our limits. Oh yes, I think they found them. They found them. Oh, big time. Big they're time. There now. Well, you know. Years, years ago, well, let's see, you know, when Richard Pryor, you know, when Richard Pryor was in his prime, uh, <laughs> when wasn't he? Well, that's <laughs> true that, true that, true, well, uh, well, you know, you know, he, well, you know, he had a few, uh, years he could have taken a break, it's okay, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Superman 3. Yeah, I got you. Oh, well, that's definitely one of them. Oh, well, don't I? Well, that's a combination of him and and the, and 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 the salt and, and the the salt kinds because yeah. they, they turned the keys over to. They, well, they, they took the keys away from Richard Donner. Simple as that. I mean, yeah, that, they, that, they, that blew they that. Cash grab. Let's call it what it is. Oh, it was. Oh, totally, oh, they totally went cheap. Oh God. And then they. Oh God. I mean, you know, and, and see. I love Robert Vaughn. Robert Vaughn didn't deserve that shit. I mean, like, Robert Vaughn's a great actor. Like, I don't mind him being in the movie and being a, a villain, but, oh, God, it was so weak and so cheap. 
I mean, it, it looked bad. I mean, even then, I mean, uh, no, no, no. Um, but, and, you know, and Margot Kidder, you know, who, you know, her and Richard Pryor, you know, were, you know, you know were a couple for a while. Like, they did this movie, uh, Some Kind of Hero, where he plays, well, stop me if you've heard this one before, where, you know, he play, you know, he's a military guy that, that you know, he was a prisoner of war, and because he was trying to protect his buddy, you know, you know, in that camp, he signed a paper, and, and the military wants to screw him out of his, you know, out of his benefits and everything, while his wife has screwed him over too, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, and, and that could be any military guy, but, you know, you know, it stings, you know, it stings heavy if you're black military, especially because this was Vietnam, this was a, he was playing a Vietnam, uh, Vietnam vet. So, yeah. Uh, but, oh God, I mean, Margot Kidder I love, and, I mean, and, you know, Christopher Reeve is, that's my man. I mean, and, 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 and his heart was in the right place, but he couldn't save that. I mean, Richard Donner had the vision, man. Woo! Yeah, oh yeah. Truly. I mean, like, I mean, I, I got the, uh, I, I I got the director's cut in Chicago when I lived there in between, and it's at a friend's house. I need to just get a new copy, but, like, oh, man, I cherish that director's cut. That, I mean, I cherish, but it's in safe hands, so it's okay. But, but but like, when I got it, I mean, I must have watched it, like, seven times in the, in the first week and a half that I had it. I mean, just really picking it apart. I mean, loved it, loved it. But, uh, uh, the thing, you, you hear you. You know you have a bad film. Like Superman 3, you know you have a bad film when the supercomputer is the star of the show. Yeah, well, okay. Ooh. The supercomputer. Okay. I said it. I said well, no, it. That was the best character in the fucking The supercomputer. The supercomputer. And. Well, well, well the key, you're talking about character. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, because. Well, because. And this was Richard Lester who directed it. Richard Lester. You know he, you know he has good comedic touches, but they just got overplayed. I mean, they just got overplayed in Superman three. I mean, like, they, you know, it, it would, you know, there was going too much for a dopey middle of the road kind of thing, especially with, you know, with, um, you know, with, with with the Brad character. I mean, it's like, oh god. I mean, just, I mean, just the lowest common denominator and all that. And and I mean, although I did enjoy the scene with, I mean, the scenes with Superman. Confronting himself in in the in the in the in the auto yard, that's great. But definitely the scene in the bar. I mean, like Superman just getting drunk. The, I mean, in the the Superman suit is just like dark. I mean, and and yeah. and you know he's throwing you know he's throwing the, the shot glass, and it's like it's like you know it's like that's artil- God, I'm watch that shit artillery. I was trying to get into Barbarella the other night, and like I, I got into about like 35, 40 minutes, and I mean I'll try it again, but I mean, and I love Jane, but and I and I don't and I don't mind the gratuitous uh, skin, but I mean maybe I maybe I might have to just replay replay it because I mean I I, I mean I, I you know I, I like that sticky stuff, man, and I mean that, but but. I, 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 I don't know. I wasn't getting it. It just I wasn't feeling that. <laughs> I tell you what I'm feeling. What are you feeling? I'm feeling like I'm feeling like you need to pull up an audio clip for a minute or two because I'm feeling a pee break myself. I gotta go. That sounds like a go good. We gotta go pee so Bob Seger can come out on fucking stage and wreck it. Well, that sounds like a good idea. So, well, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna play. I'm gonna well. 
and, and this here's the seg because by all means with Richard Pryor with this clip niggers versus the police it's a full mixed audience and the audience is laughing at very funny very true things but the thing is that one that was it's great that we were laughing at it at that time but number two we can't laugh at it really the way we want to anymore because it did it hasn't gotten fixed so on that note here's some here's uh, about a minute and 40 of richard pryor cops put a hurting on your ass man you know they really degrade you. White folks don't believe that shit. Don't believe cops degrade. Oh, come on. Those beatings, those people are resisting arrest. I'm tired of this harassment of police officers. Because the police live in your neighborhood, see? And you be known them as Officer Timpson. Hello, Officer Timpson. Going bowling tonight? Yes, uh, nice pinto you have. <laughs> Niggas don't know I'm like that. See, white folks get a ticket they follow. Hey, officer, yes. Glad to be of help. Nigga got to be talking about, I am reaching into my pocket for my license. Because I don't want to be no motherfucking accident. Show because uh, I think I think we've said 
quite a bit for today, and uh, we'll say some more. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick back while Kenny Smooth is on his porch having a cigarette, and I'll let Kenny Smooth. Oh no, actually, no, wait a minute, it's because we were on that. Are you prepared on this episode to talk about pimping, or do you want to do that next episode? Ooh, we can scratch the surface and tease the audience a bit, but I think we'll go deep on the next one. You see what I did there? Go deep. Ah, poor dad jokes. We did that. We, we went deep on the last show. We're going to go deeper. See, this is this going to be a trend. And, I mean, do, I, do I have to, I, I'll clip that. I'll clip that. Mm-hmm. I, I'll remember that, so I'll find that. Let me uh, check that here. Hold on. Let me. It's a complicated. Oh uh, yeah, I got that. It's a complicated issue because, uh, well, it ain't easy. And I, and, 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 and oh, oh gosh, especially you know for, for this. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, so you, you, keep on, keep on with your pimpin' ain't easy, Kenny Smooth. I'll, t- I'll tell you one of the more um, difficult. Uh, repercussions of my former professional endeavor is having to own it and uh, be honest about it and explain it to your teenage kids who go looking for shit that they shouldn't have to find. That's that's a tough one. That's a matter of, um, and that's where I feel like I have to lead by example in that if you fuck up, own it. Uh, if you did some, if you did some shit that you're not necessarily proud of, one, learn from it. Two, own it. Three, use it to your advantage. I, I, I can tell you now that it's 2020. I'm a much different man, and I would never, in a million years, do that shit now. Being the man I am today, but I can also tell you that it comes with a certain particular understanding and or skill set that moving forward has been very useful and beneficial for me. Um, My my dear sweet older brother and I have now rescued two, count them two, from the clutches of terrible men. And I understand how that works. I understand why they need to get the fuck out of the situation they're in. And both instances, longtime friends of mine, they came to me, specifically me, because they know I have an understanding of what they're dealing because I was there myself on the mindset and the mentality tip. I know the fuckers they're dealing with, and I know the repercussions of, well, uh, playing Captain save for lack of a better term, uh, and nobody that I can think of off the top of my head is more qualified to play Captain Save-A-Hoe, air quotes, than a guy like me who's got real skin in that game, who has an understanding. Who makes the best drug counselor? The ex-addict. Am I right? You're right. Same situation. Who makes the best Captain Save-A-Hoe? The guy that used to pimp. It makes total sense. In fact, it's now, I'm at a, I'm at a point in life now where... That experience in life happened for me, not to me, because now I can affect change in that instance. And I want to affect change on both sides of the coin, not just, you know, rescue the ladies and get on my white steed 
can ride in and be the hero, I want to help guides as well, like change their ways and turn the corner and see the error of their ways and, and get around. I mean, it's the oldest profession in the world for a reason. I'm not here to knock sex. I'm certainly not here to knock the sex industry. In fact, I'm here to help in any way, shape, or form. I've got. I'm here to help. I'm here to help too because I don't get any. So I just, I just. <laughs> but you know, once, once, once we make sure that the lot that Black Lives Matter and that we're all nice and cured, I just want to make it clear that I'm for sex too because I don't get any. Continue, pimp. Don't make me come. Don't make me come out of retirement and hook a brother up. Because, you know, Never say never. Never say never. <laughs> I'll never say never. I mean, well, sh- you know, shit. I mean, Chris Rock, you know, you know, options, you know, what, what, no, options, what are, what are my options and what kind of room am I in? Am I in the room by myself? Well, do you know what your options are. Okay, so, you know, you know, if I'm, you know, X number of women, keep, keep, keep talking. <laughs> See, you got me excited there. Don't do that. <laughs> Just a little titillation there, you know. Titillation. Ooh. Titillation. I'm about that situation. I love that titillation right. situation. I love that. I, well, wow. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even know where to begin. It was. Well, like, here, well, let's, well, do you want to? Well, do you want to? Do you want to do it on the next show? We do that next show. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to think on that one because it's such a long, interesting, convoluted story. Um, it's it's almost worth its own episode, you know. Well, that, well, that's that's the plan, Stan. I mean, you know, you know, we're, we're you know we're just about uh, double digits in episodes, and you know we got to peel these layers, and 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 honestly, in our world, <laughs> you you can reach a lot of people, more people than you probably think. No. Is that stupid? But true. But yet true. Yet true. Well, I tell you, the, the only reason I'm even willing to like be vulnerable about it, be vulnerable about it, or open and honest about it, is in an attempt to have an impact for change. Mm-hmm. Um, if if I share my stories, uh, if I you know open up a bit and peel back layers and revisit that time in life it's in an effort to help others uh, maybe avoid it or maybe learn from it before they make those mistakes because I'm, I'm a hard-headed Norwegian motherfucker I gotta learn the hard way twice well well, well that's that's a lot of Americans and, and, and the wild thing is uh, it, it sweeps a lot of colors <laughs> twice you're right uh-huh. on you're right on you're right on ain't that the truth I, I, I tell you these days, I'd rather pimp an empty can of Aaron X X Drive. <laughs> at least now I've knocked one of the X's off of my resume. It's not triple X anymore. It's just double X. So triple X. Triple X. And I'm totally thinking about the flick. I'm totally thinking about the movie, too. Like, oh, God. Vin Diesel. Are you kidding me? Oh, please. God. Please. Oh, God. I mean, let's see. I mean, let's see. I, I mean, I, you know, you know, you know us. I mean, we're the Rock 100. I mean, I mean, literally, like, 
which I'm sure has been a radio station a time or two. The Rock 100, yeah, baby. Uh, but, I mean, I, I knew then, I mean, just like, okay, Vin Diesel, The Rock, and come on, I mean, The Rock, The Rock's got the appeal. As a matter of fact, especially when we get out of here, like, you know, I, I've, I've kept a chill on social media today. I'm going to see if The Rock has said anything. I mean, I mean, I mean, and you know, Rock's definitely one of those dudes. Like you know, I mean, he, you know, he's got skin in the game, and he's a frontliner. So you know, he's definitely one of those cats that could be doing something behind the scenes that's not even being known about. And I and I would, and I'm totally down with that. And you know, and and what what people have got to get the, the stealth way is usually the best way. And and you know, he and that that would be nice to know and and to be reassured that okay. Maybe we are not hearing from The Rock because maybe. Well, yeah, he's the type. Like, look, if you're busy totally. talking, you ain't been working. Oh, totally. Oh, totally. Oh, oh. He will put his head down and go to work like nobody's fucking business, and you can see it. The results are all over his finely sculpted body. It, you yes. know, the results speak for themselves. He doesn't have to flout his shape. Oh no. <laughs> Last I checked, the, Rock, the Rock's biggest struggle is trying to get his toddler daughter to realize that he is, in fact, Moana. Uh, and, you know what I mean? Uh, like, he sings that song to her every day, and and uh, and she's still like, no, nah, that's not my dad. No, nope, that's not my dad. It, it is, kid. It is. That's that's your dad. But there you have it. No, no. Shout out to Rock Johnson for being such a damn fine man, period. End of the sentence. Like, such a good, positive... Good human. Uh, good human. I mean, I, I mean, I believe he's a good human, no doubt. Well, and... You know, I... You know, Perry Gilpin... Well, like, Perry Gilpin, from, uh, who played Roz and Frazier, I mean, just... You know, we, you know, we've been messaging each other, you know, just like, oh, God, you know, thank you for being a good human. I mean... Yes. It, it doesn't take a lot of effort. It really doesn't, man. I mean... Well, it's actually a really good uh, spot to end on. Uh, Y'all go out there, all, all eight of you, all seven of you that are listening, go out there and try to be a, the best human you can be. And then tomorrow, wake up and be better than the guy you were the day before. Period. And the day after that... Try and be a better human than you were the two days before. And if you can string that together for a year, boy, you're on path. You're already on target. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll go back to that gratitude challenge. The thing that really changed the game for me was not only realizing uh, I'm a leader and I lead by example, so what example am I leading by? But gratitude, my friend. Gratitude has changed the entire game for me. Oh, I mean, Last question. Yeah. One, One question for me. Go ahead. Before we wrap. Yeah. Off the top of your head, right here, right now, three things you're grateful for, Tony Brown. Me. <laughs> I'm grateful for me. I mean that. I've thought, I mean, I, who's, God, who's, I, 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 no, but, no, like, like, like in the last few days, I forgot, there was like, it was like some kind of a joke in that, uh, I, I forgot what it was, of course, I'll think about it off the air and let you know, but, but, um, uh, I don't know if there was like a speech or something where, like, like lately where, and it may have been something on Stern where, and I think it was. I of all after that round, I think it was. But they were talking to some um, 
it might have been it might have been Robert Downey Jr. I don't know, but it was like if you're up if you're up on stage getting an award, like why are you so afraid to say I want to thank me? And we we have been conditioned, and the good the good ones the good ones we have been conditioned where. You know, you're supposed to be modest. Uh, you know, you're supposed to keep it, you know, low-key. Um, you know, you get all the nice cliches. You get that. But, you know, every now and then, you know, there's, you know, if you've accomplished something, if you've done something, and and you fucking know the sweat you put into it. Exactly. You know, I mean, I mean, you know, if you want to thank an agent, you can thank an agent. If you want to thank your mom, you can thank your mom. And, you know, my mom's birthday was yesterday, so grateful to mommy. I mean, and, uh, I, but, I, I mean, I'm grateful for mommy. I'm grateful for me. And there's a photo of my daughter overseas. And, you know, one, and she's 24, and... I don't know if she's really, I, I, I don't know if she's grasped, you know, the things that really go on here. I mean, I, I've tried to have that conversation and, and I'll push, I'll, I'll try a little more because that's just with her, I mean, her and me, we're fine, but that, that, you know, that now, that's another hurdle to jump over just to. Not, not, not making, we're not making sense of this shit. I mean, you know, it's like we're, I'm, I'm not gonna, we're not trying to talk to make sense of it, but to to at least, okay, this is why, this is why. I mean, I mean, you know, we we have the information. I mean, you know, th I mean, this stuff's all documented now. I mean, it's it's hard to hide history now. It, you know, it just is. But you know, I don't know where that all went. But besides, mom, myself, you know, and you know, I you know, but even though it's weird, even though. In the goofiest way, I'm probably glad that even, even my daughter's smart. She's 24. She's very independent. But in this little way that's going on here, maybe just a touch ignorant of it. And and I probably like that. I probably like that. That's a weird thing. It's a weird thing. I mean, I always want to be forward and to know what's going on. And I know she knows what's going on. But I... I but in, in that atmosphere, she lives overseas. She's always lived overseas. She's been in good shape. I mean, I mean, and, and that's like that's like that young, young man, young male earlier, and and there's been there's been bloodshed in this. I mean, uh, I I mean I know there's been civilians killed. I I mean, and, and and cops have been arrested now in Atlanta. I mean, you said it. Um, Getting, and, 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 well, yeah, the cops, there were six cops that assaulted some college kids and pulled them out of their car. They they were arrested. Uh, now, like you were saying earlier, I mean, just getting it out of, our, out of our system. I mean, I guess that third thing, uh, grateful about, less than five months. Mm. Mm -hmm. I mean, and, and I don't I don't want a long summer, which I've got a, a perfect... Uh, Oh God! <laughs> well, I mean, I, I have one song to take us out, but now I'm thinking about the uh, thinking about the other song. But uh, it's like flip a coin. <laughs> no, I um here. Oh boy. Uh, so 
No, th th that's why I'm, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for me. I'm grateful for my mom. And we have a long way to go with my fam because a lot of this shit with my family, this is our country. Shit under the rug. And, and it stayed under the rug. And nobody wants to do anything about it. I mean, you know, love them to pieces, but... It's it's there's been no nothing productive in Ford and 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 th that's that's a thing unwritten within the black community where you're not supposed to bus uh, you know go under the bus on people again out of our system I mean and, and and I haven't done everything right I know that I mean I I've made it clear I mean I'm ter I mean I've been awful with money and 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 and, and people have been great with me about it and I'm repairing and, and I. And I and I know who I have to repay, and I don't and, and I I don't mind doing that because those have been good friends. But but as far as you know, the other bull, just this other pile of bullshit. It should have been suppressed a long time ago. Long time ago. Agree. I uh, if if I had to say I'm grateful for three things, you know and. See, that's the cool thing about gratitude is when you start trying to limit it mm -hmm. to three things and only three things, you realize how many other things didn't make the list that you're grateful for. So I'm grateful for gratitude. I'm grateful for uh, you and me, us, this conversation, these, this podcast, this, this opportunity uh, to, to come together, you know, both sides of the color spectrum, if you will, that we can have these quality conversations and this camaraderie uh, and this this show, and hopefully seven or more listeners <laughs> have an impact on. And I'm uh, uh, I'm grateful uh, that that we have a huge fucking mess to clean up because now we see it. Yes. Oh, I mean, well, well, yes, yes. And the world sees it. Not just peon peon forty five, but just the American ideal in general. And you know, here it is. I mean, the American, at least, especially if you're a white male. I mean, uh, present company excluded. <laughs> Uh, you know, the ideal of America is we're mighty, we're this or that, we're a leader. Well, okay, I mean, believe, you know, a lot of a lot of countries, a lot of worlds, a lot of leaders have watched a lot of shit in this country for a lot of decades, and and, and, and unlike a lot of Americans, they've done their history and their homework, and, and they're like, well, if the Americans are still, you know, oppressing and doing this and doing that, well, you know, well, we could do the same thing, too, and and have a police state here? Come on. I mean, really? I mean, that's, really, that, though? That's the point to end on right there. America, we are a leader. So, since we are a leader, what example are we leading by? Boom. Boom, huh? I got your boom. Boom. <laughs>
Be safe. Be healthy. Grow up, America. See you soon. Everybody out there, be safe. Have a green day. Peace. Peace. Let's have some fun.